They investigate nearly everything that goes on in a federal agency. They issue countless bulletins and reports. But how accessible to the public is the work of federal inspectors general? My next guest says this is an area for improvement. Sean Moulton is Senior Policy Analyst at the Project on Government Oversight, and he joins me now. Sean, good to have you back. Thanks so much for having me. Now, you testified recently that accessibility of IG reports leaves something to be desired. Most of the federal agencies have links right on their home pages to the Inspector General. There is the Inspector General SIGI gathering page for all this. What's the issue? There is some general accessibility, and, and that's terrific because we are huge fans of inspectors general uh, and the work they do. And so that's why we want to we see it more accessible. The real problem is uh, when you keep them all separate uh, at, at all their separate uh, agencies, if you're interested in, a, say, a cross-cutting issue like uh, IT security or uh, federal spending that almost every IG out there is going to be auditing, then you have to go to 73 different websites to start looking at how the different agencies are doing. Now, recently, the um, the um, CIGI, the the Central uh, uh, Oversight Board for the um, uh, Inspectors General, put together a, a one-stop uh, shop for that called Oversight.gov, um, and we're getting more stuff there. Uh, but you know, we need to uh, support that. It needs to get more money. It needs to be built out further, uh, and we need to make sure that some of these reports that are um, about classified information or sometimes just sensitive information that different IGs have different ways of making available, we have to have some best practices around those. Yes, some IGs do, say, classified versions of reports that they send to Congress or whoever or to their agency mm-hmm. heads, and they also do unclassified for public consumption. That sounds like a best practice that not everyone does. True. Uh, and, and some of them, if it's a classified report, they won't even tell you they've done it. They won't even say, we have a report, it's classified, here's what the topic was. They just leave it off entirely. Uh, and so what we'd like to see is, if you do a classified report that gets sent to Congress or, or, or someplace else, uh, even if it can't be released, we should probably know that the IG is working on that kind of an issue. Um, there may be groups out there that say, look, we want to talk about this. We want you to do a publicly releasable version of your conclusions. Uh, And they can push for that, but not if we don't know they're doing the work. And so it's really important that even if the the full report can't be made available to the public, that we we have a complete listing of the reports and the work that these IGs are doing. Because some of that secret work or that classified work might be the result of whistleblowers, so chances are there's a good chance, anyhow, that that work could come out anyway, because if someone blew the whistle to the IG and they figure it's all being held under wraps, they might blow the whistle more publicly. That's always a possibility. It, it's also some of these things uh, when, a, when a crisis hits um, and uh, like a cybersecurity issue, if there's some sort of data breach, uh, people start to wonder, why aren't we working on this? And, uh, you know, having that kind of uh, history of what has been happening and how long have has this agency been looking at cybersecurity, at least starts to give the public a sense of uh, whether or not the agency has even been uh, uh, addressing this issue before. And with respect to that SIGI, or the Council on Inspectors General of Integrity and... Efficiency? Yeah. With respect to that site, that is the gathering site for all the IGs, how active is the take-up 
of that site by all of the 73 entities that you mentioned that have IGs? I think it's pretty good, but I do, I do think it could use some improvement. I have occasionally gone and used it for, again, for those kinds of uh, collective audits that are going on across agencies. And so I've gone there and uh, had some trouble. Uh, there was a, a Data Act audit uh, end of last year, um, end of 2017, I'm sorry, to, end of 2017, um, and I was pouring through those, and uh, I got a lot of them through uh, through oversight.gov, but uh, I had to still go out to some of those individual agencies to find theirs. We're speaking with Sean Moulton, Senior Policy Analyst at the Project on Government Oversight, and you mentioned the Data Act, and that's something else you testified to recently, that there's some work done or needs to be done on the quality of the data that the agencies are reporting into the uh, data.gov situation. What's going on there? Give us the status report. Sure. I mean, the Data Act really was this new step forward for financial reporting. And the idea was a pretty simple one saying we need to have standard definitions and criteria for all of our data points, you know, who's, what's, how you're naming a recipient, how you use addresses, place of location, description of the, uh, what you're buying with the money. And so that was a great idea. It was going to allow us to make sure that you know, we're, we're looking at apples and apples. And so they, they put time and effort into that. They put uh, Treasury, who's overseeing this process, they put a lot of effort into uh, usaspending.gov, where you can get access to all this data. Um, there's a lot of different uh, features and functions where you can you know, do searches and then kind of uh, review the data and, and kind of pull out different things. Um, and so that functionality is coming along nicely. And that real problem, as you said, uh, that, that I testified about was that the data quality is still very uh, poor. Um, and so if, you know, as, as the old programming uh, saying goes, garbage in, garbage out. Um, if we're putting bad data in on spending, then, you know, what can we use it for? What can we conclude if, if we can't rely on it? So we have another round of audits by the IGs coming up. Uh, end of this year is when I expect it to come out, uh, you know, November, December. Um, and we'll have to see what kind of improvements they make. They, I got to tell you, they can't go down. <laughs> they were, the, the 2017 audits by the IGs were abysmal. Yeah, because I mistakenly said data.gov a moment ago. It's actually usaspending.gov where this data is going. But that gives me the thought that you know, data.gov was launched a number of years ago with a lot of fanfare yeah. and it grew very quickly. And then it kind of died on the vine. And it's kind of dormant at this point. Is that – It's a little stagnant, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean could that happen to usaspending.gov? I don't think so because there's, there's so much more regular attention on the spending data which is what got us data, uh, the Data Act. Um, you know, uh, many years ago, we got, I think it was like 2006, we had the Federal Funding Accountability and Transparency Act, which was sponsored by then-Senator Obama and Senator Coburn as a bipartisan bill. And then years later, we get the Data Act, another bipartisan effort. So there's this real uh, common ground uh, for, for both parties that they, wanna, they want better information, they want more complete information when it comes to spending. Usually what they do with that data varies greatly, but they all want the data. So the point is that with a statute behind it and real interest with Congress, as opposed to something that might be a great initiative, but it only exists within the administration, you've got a better chance with the law 
of having legs that last for forever. Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, what we're hoping this is are some growing pains with this data quality. Uh, in some ways, the improvements we've made are what have allowed us to realize the problems with the data quality. You know, they've, they've been there for a while. We just, the, the system was so poor, we couldn't even figure that part out. And so, in some ways, this is an improvement. We've, we've identified more clearly what our problems are. Um, but the the real question is going to be with these these next round of audits, have the agencies tackled those problems because they've known about them now? Uh, it'll be it'll be two years at the end of uh, uh, 2019. So um, two years is a lot of time, and they, I don't expect them to have fixed everything, but they should have made significant improvements. Sean Moulton is senior policy analyst at the Project on Government Oversight. Thanks so much. Thank you very much for having me. Find a link to his recent congressional testimony and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Subscribe to the Federal Drive at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.